If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Arizona basketball is known as guard you, or point guard you, that is. But will it be the front court that actually carries Arizona this year? That and a lot more as we get ready for the first exhibition of Arizona basketball here. You are locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. This show is brought to you by Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com backslash Locked On College. All right. Arizona basketball is here. As we all know, Arizona football is absolutely killing it right now. Our Arizona football is absolutely killing it. They might be in contention for a top 25 berth. That's how well they are doing. But Arizona, as we all know, is a basketball school first and foremost. So again, we are going to talk about where we are, what we need, what Arizona needs to do going forward. Now, the top 25 poll has come out, and Arizona is a preseason top 12 or preseason top 15 team, checking in at number 12. And honestly, I th- I think that I think Arizona is going to be better than that. Um, as a matter of fact, I think Arizona is going to be clearly better than that. But I'm all right with that for a variety of reasons. First. I mean, we got to be honest here. As much as we, uh, as much as we like Tommy Lloyd um, and the job that he's done, they haven't been able to. They haven't been able to perform well in the NCAA tournament. That's just kind of the way it is. Not only have they not been able to perform well, they haven't been able to uh, really get over that hump. And um, not only were they able to uh, get out uh, over that hump, um, they've been kind of soft. And, you know, we've talked about it a bunch of before, but we're going to keep talking about it because that has been the one drawback is that Tommy Lloyd, again, has been an absolute monster for Arizona in the best way possible in that he was able to uh, and that he was able to um, basically come in here and not only come in here and bring back the Arizona basketball style of, uh, you know, run and gun, get up and down the court. And not only get up and down the court, but be able to make plays when it really, really mattered. Um, in uh, re- in the regular season, that is the regular season. Now again, there's been some hiccups come postseason, but the um, I will say that uh, this is a big, big part of what Arizona basketball is is the uh, the up and down the uh, the up and down of uh, the. F- Fast paced, the quick twitch, all of that, you name it. That's the cool thing about Arizona. Uh, that's the cool thing about Arizona basketball. Um, now, the, uh, but Tommy Lloyd has come in and he's kind of reinvigorated that. You can look at the past players right here and you could say, all right, um, 
you've got uh, you got a dude like uh, Benedict Matherin. Granted, he wasn't recruited by um, he wasn't recruited by um, uh, Tommy Lloyd, but he was close enough. And not only was he close enough, um, he was he went on to be a lottery pick, and I think that he is going to be absolute problems in the. Uh, he's going to be absolute problems in the NBA. So that's part of the wing aspect to it, right there. Obviously, Dalen Terry, another guard slash small forward, but there haven't really been a ton of point guards per se in quite a while. And not only have there not been quite a, a lot of point guards in quite a while, um, the uh, it's been more. It's been built more on kind of the front court. Your small forwards, your power forwards over the years. Now, Sean Miller did a really, really good job in. Uh, Sean Miller did a very, very good job in um, uh, being able to bring Arizona back to that top, you know, to that role amongst the college uh, basketball world where, um, uh, you know, Arizona belongs. Arizona's a top ten program; they deserve to be there. But t- Sean Miller's best players. Generally, or at least the ones that really um, were the ones that were able to make a uh, the ones that were really able to make a um, difference at the next level have all been small, have all been big men, have all been power forwards. And not only that, I think a big part of that is um, uh, I think a big part of that is the uh, big part of that is what Arizona has been able to do at that uh, at the top level. At the uh, the big man position right there, the um, big man position, DeAndre Ayton, Lowry Markinen, Aaron Gordon. I can keep going on and on and on down the list. Um, and not only go on and on down the list, I can uh, I can mention a ton of different uh, – I can mention a ton of different players out there. And um, – so, but that's kind of been the uh, the apex of what Arizona basketball has all uh, has been about in recent years, and I think that's going to continue to a certain extent this year because right now you've got uh, you got Umar or you got Umar Ballo, leader of men, our guy Umar Ballo, leader of men, and not only our guy Umar Ballo, leader of men, but the dude who is able to let's just say um, a guy who's just able to. Uh, um, put the ball in the basket. He's never going to be a next level athlete. He's not going to be anything like that, but he can get you 13 and eight, something like that. And not only 13 and eight, um, but a, a position where he can be an all conference type dude and not only an all conference type guy, but someone who, um, someone who, uh, you know, can carry a team to a certain extent. The issues, though, with Keyshaw Johnson uh, next to him, I don't know that Keyshaw Johnson's playing in the NBA. I also don't know that he's not playing in the NBA. I think that's kind of where um, I think that's kind of where everything is with Keyshaw Johnson. Um, I don't expect him to necessarily be an all-American type, but I think he's going to be a fourteen and eight somewhere like that. And not only do I think he's going to be somewhere like that. I think he could be pushed for some all-American type uh, status right there. He's that good again, and he's something that Arizona has lacked. The one thing that Tommy Lloyd's team has lacked, we've talked about, is toughness, and he's got to get tougher right there. And um, not only is, does he need to get tougher right there, he's got to be somebody who um, 
He's got to be somebody that can just get uh, can get to that next uh, that next level. And I think when if he can, there's a real possibility for Arizona to get over that hump. I think that he's going to be a 14 and eight type dude. I really do. And not only do I think he's going to be a 14 and eight type guy, um, I think that he's going to be the uh, um, he's going to be the guy who can pretty much put Arizona on the uh, who can pretty much put Arizona on the map as being kind of that new look toughness. But I do think that it is going to be the front court this year that is going to carry Arizona. And I think that's something that you got to keep in mind as we get closer to the uh, the NCAA tournament. Um, and now, uh, you know, it's one of those things as Arizona gets closer. I think some of these games are going to be lower scoring. Not only are they going to be lower scoring, they're going to be the two games where you're able to um, you're able to uh, put it to you like uh, put it to you like this: that Arizona will be able to um, get to that next level because of the front court right there, and a big another big reason why is the depth that they're accumulating, which we're going to talk about here in a second. But first, LinkedIn. All right, linkedin.com backslash locked on college. Um, you post your job for free. LinkedIn jobs. Everybody knows somebody that got a job through LinkedIn. And not only that, um, the uh not only that, um it was a it was just a different, it was just a different level. Um let's see, uh now. I think it was, it's just a different level. Everybody's gotten a job through LinkedIn or knows somebody that got a job through LinkedIn. Check it out. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. All right. Now we mentioned the depth in the front court. What does that mean though? Going forward. Let's talk about that next coming up here on lockdown Wildcats. March madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk a little bit about um, let's talk a little bit about that next level right there with the. Uh, uh, the depth in the front court and not only the depth in the front court, but what they're able to do right there in that um, uh, what Arizona is able to do because um, uh, let's see here. Um, big part of it. The big part of it is that um, Arizona, you got two big dudes right there. You got Umar Ballo, leader of men. You got Keyshawn Johnson. And not only do you have Umar Ballo, leader of men, Keyshawn, and Keyshawn Johnson, now you're also going to be throwing in a Mount Crevis, a Montias Crevis, that is. Love Mount Crevis on this show. Mount Crevis is the absolute man. And not only is Mount Crevis the absolute man, um, he is the uh he's the guy that um he's the guy who uh 
Um, I think you could probably make the case could be better than Umar Ballo by the end of the season. He is huge. As big as Umar Ballo is, and we've talked about this before, I think Umar Ballo is probably is probably the uh, the guy who I think it's fair to say is probably or is uh, a little bit limited. Whereas Mount Crevis doesn't really have any of those limitations. And not only does he not really have any of those limitations, he didn't have the, uh, he didn't have the, um, you know, again, I don't want to make it out like he's Dirk Nowitzki and he's super athletic, but he is at seven foot two, 250 pounds. He is just a big, big guy out there. Not only is he a big guy out there, he understands how to use his body. So many different times over the years, I think you get players that don't, that are big, but they don't know how to use their body or they don't know how to do any, anything like that. Now, with uh, with Umar or with uh, Mount Crevis, he clearly has been able to uh, teach people or he's clearly been able to show people how he can do that. And not only that, um, not only that, he's also been able to do. He's also been able to uh, put in a um, put in a situation where he can get his back to the basket and he can draw fouls. And not only can he draw fouls, he can get up there. He can pump fake. If he plays 25 minutes a game, which I don't believe he's going to do this year, we need to be clear about that. I believe that he would lead the team in uh, uh, free throw attempts because he's just that good. He's just that unique, and not only um, not only that, he is um, somebody that uh, Arizona. I think when the offense bogs down in the future, they're going to be able to dump the ball down into a little bit. That's how good they are. That's how good he is right there. Um, he gives Arizona a little bit of depth right there that they don't necessarily have. And again, we're talking about the backcourt being somewhat of the backbone of the team. So then we also got to talk about now who the uh, who are those other guys then? The Henry Vasars of the world. Um, Henry, again, I would love to be wrong on it. I don't have a ton of hope for Henry, I think, at this point, just because I don't know that he's progressed as quickly as maybe needed. Um, and on top of that, when it comes to a foot, when it comes to basketball, um, I think that Dylan Anderson has probably usurped him. And I, when I say when he comes to basketball, because obviously Henry was more hyped, but Dylan is, I think Dylan is thicker. Dylan, I think has kind of some more natural basketball skills and that Dylan can shoot the three can come off the of cones, all that. Um, I think Dylan's probably going to be that fourth big man. I would love to see Dylan Anderson red shirt. I think he's too good uh, to just basically burn a year. But at the same point, what do I know exactly on that one? Um, I do think that uh, both. I do think though that both those guys can be certainly useful. Dylan Anderson certainly at a higher level for me than that. But again, those are those are five guys right there, especially the first three and Dylan. I think to a certain extent, who can really be difference makers. And like I said, when the offense bogs down. You're able to get them the ball, and not only are you able to get them the ball, um, you are able to uh, you're able to um, basically get the ball and kind of slow things down. It's going to be a real strength of the team. And you look at a lot, a lot of those Gonzaga teams, and again, there were some really good perimeter players, but what were they really built on? They were really built on. They're really built on so many of these big men, whether it was a Roni Turioff, whether it was a Sabonis, whether it was a Kelly Olenek, whether it was a, I can just keep going on and on down the list. There's a lot of them, a Rui Hachimuri, 
many, 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 many players that went on to play in the NBA. No real stars outside of Sabonis, but a lot of really solid players. I think you're starting to see that replicated here a little bit at the University of Arizona, where I think you're going to have a lot of players that maybe play in the league, probably not stars, um, but they fit that template to a T. And that's where I think Tommy Lloyd is going right there. But again, we've talked about it before. We're going to keep talking about it again. The biggest compliment for a co- or for a coach is knowing what you don't know and um, or know, knowing what you don't know and then reaching out and trying to get better. Arizona needed to get tougher. And he went out there, and I think he got those tougher players. And I think this front court, and again, watch this front court closely in the exhibition. It's going to be fun to see how these minutes uh, how these minutes shape out. But there is a uh, it's going to be a very very interesting part of this entire equation. Um, but uh, like I said, this is I think with Tommy Lloyd, he's done a very good job of putting all of this talent, putting all of this roster together, and getting big up front because the big teams that can move, you always have a little bit of a margin for error. Now let's talk a little bit about the backcourt there because the backcourt is also fascinating. There is a lot of, there's a lot of backcourt right there that we can talk about as well. Um, And I think it really comes down to who is going to be that star or is it going to be a uh, position by position approach right there? Why don't we talk about that? Prize picks though would be something interesting to check out with that. Prize picks, prizepicks.com backslash locked on college. Check it out. Good stuff going on there. Um, you can uh, you can hop on there. Maybe you think you have a little bit of an insight into what a player is going to be doing that maybe somebody else doesn't. Prize picks has you covered right there. Check it out. Prizepicks.com backslash locked on college. Use code locked on college for the first deposit match up to $100. Again, check it out right there. Prize picks. Now let's come back and talk a little bit about where Arizona looks when it comes to the perimeter, how this is all going to develop. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. Now, we talked a ton about the front court and how that's going to be, I think, a real strength of this team. A big, big part of it, though, too, is going to be the perimeter. Now, last year's perimeter, um, last year's perimeter was just kind of meh. Kirk Creasa was meh. You know, again, it's not the worst thing in the world, Um but at the same time, it was also kind of the dude or it was kind of the guy who um, was able to maybe put guys in position, but he couldn't really shoot. He wasn't a good defender, kind of a weenie as well. I think Arizona's better off without him. Wish him nothing but the best, though. Um, Kylan Boswell is going to be better in that role. Um, and uh I think that uh, I think a big part of what Kylan Boswell can do is that he's just got a higher upside. I think when you're a point guard in Arizona, you got to be somebody that has all conference potential. Kylan Boswell has that kind of potential. Um, and not only does he have that kind of potential, he's got that um, he's got that uh, uh He's got the ability to be able to maybe, you know, on a given day, 14 points, five or five rebounds, five assists. And I think uh, I think he could do that consistently. And not only could he do that consistently, um, the uh, 
he's also able to he's also able to get to the point where you're able to um, maybe make some plays because of him right there. Again, he's not never going to be the dude who is going to be like, you know, your Mike Bibby or your Jason Terry, where you're a top 10, you're a top five pick. Um, But at the the same time, he also has that ability, though, to be an all-conference player. And I think that's what you need from that. I think that's what you need. You need an all call. You need a guy who can be an all conference player, and I think he can do just that. Jaden or uh, Jaden Bradley, I think, is the same way. Jaden Bradley is um, Jaden Bradley is a uh, a a dude who's people have kind of forgot about a little bit. Jaden Bradley was able to, you know, well, he was a five star kid. Went to Alabama. Not only did he go to Alabama, he played there at Alabama. And I think that it was a little bit underrated what he was able to do, quite frankly, because um, I think that he was able to. I think Jay, I think Jaden Bradley, honestly, um, his role at Alabama, I think, was a little bit underplayed, to be honest with you. And not only was it a little bit underplayed, I think that uh, people aren't probably giving him necessarily the credit that he deserves for what he was able to do. Six and three on arguably the most talented team in the country is definitely nothing. Nothing at all to uh, uh, to minimize right there, and he's going to bring in more toughness as well um, that Arizona just did not have last year. And so both those dudes in the backcourt, I think, are going to cause a lot of problems for other teams. Not only do I think they're going to cause a lot of problems for other teams, I think they're going to be the uh, I think they're going to be the uh, the team who um, uh, let's just put it to you like this. I think they're going to be the team that is going to be very pesky and is going to be a very tough out. And that was a big thing that Tommy Lloyd talked about. We want to be a tough out. And I think that was a way of saying that Arizona needs to have the uh, some tougher dudes out there that can make plays. Both those guys in the backcourt, even if Jaden Bradley comes off the bench, I think are going to be very dynamic for um, uh, Arizona. Now, the other spot that we need to talk about then is Caleb Love on the perimeter. Um, Caleb Love on the perimeter, I think is going to be good. I think he's going to be 14 and five, but he's a tough dude. And not only um, not only is he a tough guy, he's shown that he embraces the big moment. Whether he's going to make the shot or not, he's going to embrace the big moment. And that is something that you can't take you can't take lightly. Um, and uh, I think that um, I think that we're kind of at the stage now where Tommy Lloyd knew what he was doing right here. Needed to get tougher, needed to get more talent across the board, and he did just that. And then we didn't even talk about K.J. Lewis, who I think is going to factor heavily into that uh, rotation there on the wing, and Pella Larson as well. A lot of really good stuff there for the University of Arizona Wildcat fans to look forward to. All right, we had to talk some Arizona basketball because, again, still a basketball town. We're going to get back to Arizona football, and we're going to talk about Noah Fafita tomorrow and exactly what is Arizona's upside with the golden child right here. And I say golden child in the most glowing of terms because we are lucky to have him here. All right. On that note, though, appreciate you keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke.